Welcome to Roaming Returns, a podcast about generating a passive income through investing so that you don't have to wait till retirement to live your passions. In today's episode, Tim and Carmela talk about the deets on ex-dividends, since we talk about it all the time, but we don't really tell you what it is. Our bad, so we'll fix that right now. Let's get rolling. And we're back. Bonus episode all about ex-dividend. Since we talk about it all the time, but it's probably needs further clarification all the and time. explanation. All right, Tim. Okay. Ex-dividend. That means there's a date they're going to pay their dividend. It can, and it'll be listed in the, the news of the stock. If you're in like Vanguard or uh, TD Ameritrade, Schwab actually has it listed on one of the, one of the boxes. But the best, pl- the best place I know of to find ex-dividend data is Yahoo Finance. You type in any ticker in Yahoo Finance and the ex-dividend is right there in the right column. It just, it's like middle of the right column. It just says it. So the, the process goes through actually three different dates. If you read their, what are they? The, the company. It's during the earnings. I'll actually go through all this. So during the earnings, I'll go through all this. If you want to actually read this stuff, I personally never look into this because it's Tim's whole bag. It's boring. You don't want to read it. I'll just save you the trouble. So, so basically, uh, in general, they have a declaration date. That means that when they give their earnings, they'll be like, well, last quarter we did this much money, blah, 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 blah. And then the, towards, towards the end, they'll be like, because of our uh, our excess capital or whatever, we're going to have a, a dividend offered on this date. That's their declaration date. They declared on the date of their earnings that they're going to pay a dividend down the road at some point. And they declare the quantity of the dividend, correct? Yeah. Okay. So it'll be in the thing. And then they actually set their ex-dividend date. What they'll do is they'll say, on this date, we're declaring that on the date down the road, if it's a monthly one, they'll give you three months time. It'll be on this date, this date, and this date. If it's a quarterly one, it'll be just the one time, the one date. They'll say, on that date, we're going to pay a dividend. Well, it's not that they're going to pay a dividend. It's the date that as long as you're holding the share before that date, That's you get paid the dividend on the next cycle. You're interpreting that as, yes, but that's them saying we're going to pay a dividend on June 15th. Okay, well. You need to hold the stock on June 14th or earlier. You have to be holding it before the ex-dividend date that's showing in Yahoo or whatever in your brokerage account to be able to actually be eligible for the next coming dividend payout. Distribution. Distribution, okay. Distribution. Distribution. Yes. So if you do not, if you buy it on the ex-dividend date or after... You actually don't get paid the next dividend. You get paid the one after that. So you have to wait an entire cycle. What you can do with monthly ones, though, I discussed this a couple times. Because they're paid every month, if you miss, if you're like a day or two late, whatever, you're, you get 11 more chances. But on the X dividend day, so they say on June, June 15th, we're paying the dividend. So on the 15th, the price is going to drop by whatever the dividend is. So, we, yeah, we did talk about this before. Um, but I was... So the really good ones to do this with is, um, say, there's a couple stocks that you really like that pay once a year. Oh yeah, that would be prime to get it the day. Because those once a year ones usually like two, three, four, five dollars, so it'll drop that much on the dividend date, and you get it, and you're getting that much of a discount. But you don't get paid; you won't get your dividend for a full 365 days. But but if it's a company that continues to raise their dividend over time, and you're doing the drip and just reinvesting, then. 
that can behoove you. So that's a good, that's a strategy to think about if you really like a company that I, I probably haven't mentioned because I don't do annual dividends. <laughs> and then the record date. I don't, I, I did it one time with an, uh, it was a Indian one. And it's like, okay, well, it pays 20% and it pays once, it pays it once a year. And what happened the whole week leading up to the dividend is the price just kept going down and down and down and down. And then the, then, so you got, that was good. You got the dividend, which was, I think, $3 or something like that. So you got a lot more shares because the price went down the whole week prior to it. Mm. But then the day of the dividend, the thing went down another $3. So it was down like 8 or $9 within like seven days. Did it go up after? Just slowly. Huh. Do they normally go slow when they recorrect? Like, how does that work? It's it's a significant drop when the dividend actually so the dividend comes, dividend the, the, date, right? the dividend date, the price will drop the amount of the dividend. And like some companies will go back up within a week. Other ones will take a month. Okay. It's not so, like it doesn't go back up like two or three days if later. If you're looking at one, look back at the history to see how it's performed based on whether it's monthly, whether it's quarterly, whether it's biannually or whatever. So you can see how they act to help inform you of your timing of when you're purchasing. The record date is the pay date. Yeah, I was going to say the third the third definition that goes in sync with dividend X dividend dates or whatever is the record date. And that's the date that they review their records to determine who are shareholders and anybody that's listed, they're the ones that get the payout. You don't really need to worry about the declaration date or the record date. You really like X dividends really the one that matters, but if you're talking to somebody and I guess you want to sound smart there's those other ones. Oh, yeah. Super smart. Yeah. I'll actually have a, a link to the blog post that we wrote about this. So you can just go in and it's probably easier to consume through that versus listening. And oh. then I tend to assume <laughs> that they're monthly payouts. And I'm always wrong because I'm like, oh, wait, this one's screwed up. I know Tim absolutely prefers the monthlies. I like the monthlies better. The reason why is not because they pay more, not because, I mean, because they're way more volatile than the quarterly and the semi-annual and the annual one like the price is all over the freaking place but i just like having my reinvesting every month and if you're looking for passive income that's coming in on a monthly basis the monthly payouts make a lot of sense and i read somewhere i forget where and i did the math to just verify that what i was reading was accurate and it did turn out to be accurate if you have 12 payments for the same like so say you had stock a they paid a dollar for per year and you had stock b they paid a dollar per year and stock a did it 12 times and stock b did it four times stock a is going to be worth like 10 percent more within like five years just you mean that it broke down the payments into smaller increments over the over the year the yeah. same the same the same amount broken it's up literally the principle of compounding 101 like you can look up compounding calculators all over the place. Um, I'll put a link to the one. So that I, I like dividends that are paid monthly for that reason, because I'm getting more bang for my buck and I'm getting more money. Yeah. You're getting more free money through the compounding. And apparently factor. I'm greedy. <laughs> greedy. I would call that just smart and efficient. I had Chipotle. I'm greedy. And you're like, can I have some? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> all mine. Ironically enough, I don't own Chipotle stock. I probably should. Or I should have them sponsor me. Oh, what if they have one of the new things that we're looking at? A new ETF with it? I probably would buy it then. Oh, yeah. But we'll hold out for that one to come. I wonder if they would sponsor our show. That'd be cool. If you know somebody that works at Chipotle and they want to sponsor our podcast, reach out and let us know. I would totally eat my Chipotle on air. Every day. Every day. I'd be like, hold on a second. I'm eating Chipotle. He eats it probably like... I think you'd eat it every day if you could. Well, what we're, what we're currently doing is we currently have... A budget thing going on, so I had to cut back on Chipotle. I'm not happy about it. 
But we'll talk about that in another episode because that one's kind of freaking hilarious, actually, where we were really good about paying attention to it. And then we kind of like got into the rut of bullshittery. And then now I've I've personally noticed some creeping happen, especially with his Chipotle habits <laughs> creeping back in. And then this morning I just found out that he was like making video game purchases. I'm like, what? Those little freaking ones that add up everywhere. I did. So not we're keeping this. track of our budget so that we can. I have to watch him. He has a gambling problem. That we can make a a great episode and article about that about how much money we can save by just by cutting out nonsense stuff. Well, I just want to show you guys like if you get intentional. And you pay attention. Like, you really don't know what the heck is going on unless you are paying attention. It's not necessarily saying you have to cut things out. I contend that if I ate Chipotle seven days a week and I didn't go to the grocery store, I save money. If we can figure out how to budget it in so that that's an actual thing and it makes sense, I'm 100% behind that. Because 12 times 7 is, what, that's $84. And we spend more than that at the grocery store. But then you get no food. I know. Then I'd have to fast the entire month and die. So maybe we could do it for, like, <laughs> a couple days a week. I'm trying to figure that one out. I'm sure we can. Me, 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 me. <laughs> oh, my God. Tim always does that. If you have questions about X Divinity's Days, email. I mean, it's... I. They're very simple. You can make it complicated by doing the whole, like, discount hopping. If you don't have a lot of cash to get started, that might I make sometimes sense. forget other people don't do this for Yeah, every and day. I fall into that all the time, too, when I'm talking about my behavioral, like, science and stuff that I talk about. Like, I forget people don't know I'm like, definitions. It's, it's like, Ezekiel, you d- Oh, my God. This is the best story ever. We were in Greece with our, with my girlfriend and her, her husband, and, well, they weren't engaged. They yet. weren't married at the time. Oh, my God. This is, okay, this is a complete side story. I hope you listen to this because this is absolutely ridiculous. So, I somehow got asked to be a bridesmaid before that whole trip went down and I was dreading it the entire time because I am not the kind of person that has a lot of girlfriends let alone like frilly prissy stuff like that and I just don't I personally don't understand the whole marriage thing and expenses that people put into weddings like I would rather put that into investing personally because you're getting a one day thing and the thing is for everybody else but really you and to me it's like I don't know it doesn't make sense to me so I'm over here freaking out because it's like I'm having bad feelings this whole thing's going down and we're on this trip in Greece. And I'm, I told my girlfriend all about the just negative feels and all this stuff that was happening. And during our hike up Mount Olympus, we get in the car on the way back. And they're like, are you guys happy for us? We just got engaged. And I was like, oh, my God. I think Tim and I sat in the back in dead silence and just were like, I don't know how to respond to this. You trapped us in the car and told us this now. Good. Oh, my God. It was ridiculous. Good for you. But um, on that same trip. I thought everybody knew what tzatziki is if they especially if you had planned to go on a two-week vacation in Greece and we were at the one restaurant in Greece and she's like what's tzatziki and I was like I was so confused I was just like it's tzatziki (laughs) and she's like no but what is it I'm like really like you don't Really? We're going there. It's Tzatziki. It's Tzatziki. So after that, they had some walkie-talkies and Tzatziki came my code name. It was was absolutely So basically, like, I sometimes forget other people don't know ex-dividend dates and ROI and stuff like that. I didn't know what an ex-dividend date. I have to actually look it up. it's Tzatziki. It's Tzatziki. (laughs) The Tzatziki date. That's where that joke stems from. Yeah. A glorious trip to to Greece that we paid for through plasma donations. See. Which we do not recommend because of the bad... Oh, my God. Don't even get me started on that. Nope. No soapbox. No soapbox. Those... <laughs> they give you, like, 
$40 and they sell your plasma for like 400 Oh, man. There's a really, really awesome documentary about that whole thing. If you want to look into blood donation and that, like you think you're doing a good thing, look into what I think it's on. I actually think it's on YouTube. You'd be better being you'd better off being just someone's emergency. Contact me in case they need blood. Yeah, it's it's I'll really, give I'll come in and give blood at that point. It's really, really screwed up or a group of people like if you if you're an O, whatever, you can give blood to like all your friends and just say, I'll give blood to them. But don't donate blood because you're like they make so much money off of your pain and suffering. So if anybody's into that whole realm, I really hope somebody goes and starts a better business that's actually not like thieving. <laughs> I really feel like it's thieving. And that's why the medications cost so much is because they're gouging those people who actually need like valid treatment. But yes, we paid for a trip to Greece with plasma. <laughs> so, it's like one back. It's like one back. So there's that. And we didn't have to touch our investments or our other capital. So there's always ways to pay for stuff. We'll get into that in another episode. Just don't give blood. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can if you're desperate. But to be honest, I think Instacart's way easier. Instacart's way easier. More lucrative. And it actually, less painful. I mean, like, you can swing that as, oh, it's people are too lazy to go to the store. But then there's also the same aspect that people can't go to the store. Well, I thought about it from the perspective. If you have kids, I watch parents struggle with their younger kids in the well, store. There's people who have, like, diseases no, 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 and they I'm can't, saying, like, walk so well, they can't go to the store. There's them, too. But, like, if you look at it from the parent perspective... I would not want to go to the grocery store personally if I had kids in tow because it would make shopping so much more difficult. So to me, the hours wasted trying to do that would actually be saved through a, a service like Instacart. So, it, it, I mean, it makes sense. And everybody has their different reasons. Their IPOs this week in case anyone invests in IPOs. They'd have to already pre- pre-in it, wouldn't they? No, you can go to Robinhood and you can just put money towards it right now. Oh, wow. Robinhood allows some good stuff. We should probably do an episode on Robinhood because it's like a really re- unique brokerage type thing yeah i guess i don't really i don't really like it but they do have their perks and like you can do some crypto and you can do ipos so that's good oh so maybe that's just the ipo go-to then instacart is going ipo i think it's 26 to 28 dollars and arms going ipo and i think it's like 49 dollars. what's arm some robotic thing Mm, i'd be more interested in that yeah they're both going going public this week all right well we're not trying to make this one too long because i think we're going to do another one on Beta. Tzatziki. <laughs> Not Tzatziki, goddammit. We're going to do an episode completely on Tzatziki. <laughs> that would be terrible. And Greeks RBF. Dude, Greeks, Greeks are amazing. <laughs> All right, guys. We will see you in the next episode. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs>